blessed to be in his presence. God is so good. We could stop right now. We could stop right now and be like, man, church was good tonight. Church was good tonight. Amen? Be thankful. Be thankful. Um, I've got to be vulnerable in front of all of you and, and share, share, share a story um, that Holy Spirit said I had to share. And I was like, oh, come on. Um, but here I am. Um, I figure, tell the story, shame the devil. Amen? If you can't be vulnerable, then well, you're, you're going to probably live weak the rest of your life. So, I'll get over it. I got over it already. Don't worry about it. I don't need any emails going, Pastor Bill, you okay? You can talk to me. Are you all right? Uh, trust me. Holy, decades ago, I got over this. But it is, it is quite embarrassing. And so, I'm going to share about not understanding the name of Jesus. And some of, us, some of us can sit back and maybe you understand the name of Jesus better than all of us or better than me at that time in my life. But I, I will share this. At this time in my life, I didn't understand the power of the name. I understood it was his name. I understood it was his, his holy name. It, it was to be adored and, and reverenced. And yeah, you could cast demons out of it. But I ain't never seen that before. And so we have, uh, had bought an old 1942-year-old house. It was our first home we bought. It was about 800 and something square feet upstairs. 800 and something square feet downstairs. Shag carpet. It was awesome. And... Um, Five layers of roofing that we had to tear off in the month of August in Oregon. It was super fun. Um, and so we were living downstairs and um, in the basement. And so we moved our bed down there. And I was, I was praying every, every other day and fasting every other day. And on my days off, I wouldn't leave the house. I would do nothing but pray and read. And, and I was seeking and desiring the gifts. I was earnestly going for things because I'm like, well, hey, man, if this is real, I want all of it. Like, I want every ounce of what this holds. So I'm giving it all my go. And so I'm doing this, and, and I'm, I'm living as best as I possibly knew how to at the time. And I'm studying, I'm reading, I'm praying, I'm, I'm growing, I'm being, you know, used in the streets downtown Portland, praying for people, and they're, they're getting healed and saved. It was super fun. Um, just on the way to work from garage parking garage to, to the to the Nordstrom and then from Nordstrom to this teriyaki chicken place Mickey Oh my goodness the best teriyaki chicken in the whole world And so I mean I knew how to say Jesus when I ate that I was like, thank you Jesus and so uh, I'm asleep one night and uh, I'm sleeping and and To share something I sleep on my like it's kind of my side stomach and my arms all tucked underneath and I wake up Usually I'm like my shoulders tight and I have a dream that there's this demon, the only word I know how to use is taunting me, that my dad is in hell. He, he died of cancer, and, and the only reason this devil was telling me that he, that he told my mom that he gave his life to Christ was so that she wouldn't worry or stress out, but he was atheist and didn't believe it, that's what, she, that's what he was telling me, and that he was in, in hell burning. 
And I remember, I remember just going, no, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. He, he was saved. He had Bible studies in our house. He asked for the pastor to come over. Like, this isn't true. This isn't true. And it just kept going and kept going and kept going. It was relentless. And all of a sudden, I, in, my, in my dream, I was, a, I was aware that I was, I was speaking in tongues. And I'm praying in tongues, and there's this demon laughing at me. And he's taunting me. He's still taunting me. He's like, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. And I'm sitting there just like mind-blown going, what do you mean it doesn't work? It's like, I'm speaking in tongues. Of course it works. It's power. And this is going on and on and on. And I remember waking up, and I'm on my, flat on my back with my hands crossed like what you would see in a casket. And I about wigged out right there. Like, for a guy that doesn't sleep on his back ever and then have his hands folded like I was in a casket. It just about weirded me out. And these, this, this ceiling of this 1942 house in this basement was eight feet tall. And I, as I realized I'm like this, I'm like, what is wrong with me? And I tried to get up and I, I was just kind of frozen. And I looked down at the end of the, and you guys might think I'm crazy and I really don't care because the Bible says this stuff. And there's this demon holding my ankles. And his, art, his back is turned and the, and the ceiling is on like in the middle of his back in between his, his uh, shoulder blades. And I'm praying in tongues out loud. Now I'm awake and I'm praying in tongues and he's just cackling at me. It's the only word I know how to describe this laugh was a cackle. And Holy Spirit, being who Holy Spirit is, Holy Spirit is so rad. He was given to us to be a teacher and a guide. And to remind us of things. He would bring back remembrance. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit brings back a remembrance of this. I was five years old. And my cousin Junior. That should tell you something where we grew up. <laughs> right Wade? I could have swore I grew up in Texas with a cousin named Junior. And he was redhead. Yep. And so we had this place in between my papa's house. Not grandpa. Papa. And Junior's house. And it was a briar bush field. But... We went back and forth enough, all us cousins, um, that should tell you again where I grew up, a bunch of cousins, and, and we trampled through this briar bush enough times that, you know, you could walk through it. Well, at night, I was going to stay the night at my cousin Junior's house, and, and it was scary and, and dark, and, and Papa says, hey, don't be scared, boy. And he, that's how he talked to us. Don't be scared, boy. If anything jumps out at you, you just tell them, get in Jesus' name, and they'll get. And that's what he said. He was, he was from Tennessee. And I remember being five years old going, get in Jesus' name and they'll get? Like, I'm five. Like, barely go to Sunday school. Like, okay. Holy Spirit brings back remembrance that when I, I don't know how old I was, young I was, 22, 24-ish, 23-ish, something like that. He brings back that. So all of a sudden now I'm laying in bed and Holy Spirit brings back that. And I'm like, get in Jesus' name. Gone just like that. Just like that. I mean, instant. There wasn't a like, oh no, I ain't getting. You don't know who you are. No, it was just gone. Not a turn and run, gone. In Jesus' name. Just like that. So I did what any awesome husband would do. I got up, went upstairs, played worship music, read the Bible, and left my wife down there sleeping in the bed. I didn't realize I shouldn't have done that until the next morning. She's like, you left me down there? I was like, baby, you were fine. 
I want to get into the name of Jesus. That, that, that situation was powerful. Now my hamster runs a little slow sometimes upstairs. So I didn't catch the fullness of it. Well, then we end up in Africa uh, in 2014 or 15. And we have an amazing night at the crusade. We're casting out demons. People are getting saved, set free, healed, blind eyes open, and all this cool stuff. We go in, take a shower with your mouth like that because you don't want water in your mouth. And uh, we go to sleep. And I wake up. And no joke, that, that devil was at the end of my bed trying to scare me again to see if it would derail me. Because I didn't, back then, at 20-something years old, I didn't realize how real the spirit world was. It kind of surprised me. And we didn't get taught stuff like this. We didn't get taught stuff like this. I perished for several years because I didn't know. God said, speak this message, preach this message to them, so that they don't perish because of lack of knowledge. This world in which we see each other in, is not that real. It's almost like a facade. Because where I, where I live, I'm, I'm from somewhere else. I don't know about you, but I'm from somewhere else. I'm an alien here. That's what the Word says. And so we're in Africa, in Uganda, in the middle of the night, and this devil standing at the end of my bed, and, and still, I don't know how this worked, but he was still just hunched over in this thing. And I woke up, I opened up my eyes, saw it, and I laughed. I giggled. And I said, in Jesus' name, get out of here. I'm going to sleep. And I rolled over and went to sleep. Because I was understanding the power of the name of Jesus. When you start casting demons out of, out of people and you can see it and you can... The Bible says that when, when a demon gets cast out of you, all of heaven comes upon you. And I never even knew that. I didn't know that scripture at the time in 2015. And so I was explaining to some people that, that from the Bible school, I'm like, it felt like Jesus was like not just on me but in me. Like it felt like, like heaven was like coming upon, like down on me. And they're like, well, that's what the Bible says. I'm like, it does? <laughs> I didn't know, right? And so it's okay not to know things. But we should always hunger to learn. We should always hunger to, and desire to know more of the things of the Spirit of God. And so we're going to get into this. And, and in Acts chapter 3, let's go there. Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. It's good. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you're getting ready to jump. Mm. Acts chapter 3. Now, this is, this is talking about, uh, you know, when, when Peter was going along the temple and, and getting ready to say, Stand up, boy! I told you to stand up like my papa. He probably said it like my papa. Stand up in the name of Jesus. So he stood up and, and walked. So it goes on like that. Well, well, they get brought. Peter and John get brought in. And in chapter, in verse 16, this is amazing. I've had, I've had this highlighted. I've had it circled. I've had it underlined. I read it um, last week sometime. And all of a sudden, it like took on a whole new meaning and more power than I've ever seen before. And his name. And his name, by faith in his name, I don't even need to read the rest of that verse, faith in his name. 
Belief in His name. His who we're talking about is Jesus. Do you truly believe in the name of Jesus? Do you truly believe that when problems come, do you seem to be more aware of the problem than you do of the name of Jesus? We have got to start becoming a people. And I say we, I'm not saying you, I'm saying we. We have got to start becoming a people that when a problem arises, when I'm just saying Mickey's not a problem. I love this brother. <laughs> but if Mickey was a problem, here, stand up, Mick. So if, if Mickey's a problem, we're going to stand sideways just like, we're not going to dance, it's all right. And so if Mickey's a problem and I'm going about doing my life, doing my thing, and I see this problem, I'm like, man, I got this problem. I don't know what to do with it. Like, it won't let me around. Like, what's up with this problem? Then we're more aware of our problem than we are of the name of Jesus. We're more aware of the problem than we are of who lives in us. We're more aware of the problem than we are of the foresight and revelation that Jesus gives us by Holy Spirit. Because if we're walking this life out right, we're walking this, this life out in trust and in faith in His name, Faith in His name looks like this. Problem comes out. I'm like, glory to God, there's the exit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And then other people will be like, yo, Pastor Bill, it seems like you never run into problems. You walk right past them. What problem are you talking about? What problem are you talking about? People ask me this all the time. Like, so, some family members actually, they're like, thanks, Mickey, you sit down, brother. Um, some family members, they're like, you're always blessed. Amen. I was explaining this to the young adults. It's like, it's like if this entire row was a wall, right? And, and we're walking down this way. This is how I view life. I'm sharing this with you so that you can start perceiving and start ad, uh, adopting some of this thought and, and thought life and walk life. We're walking down life. We're doing life. Whatever's coming up, whatever's coming around. I can't wait to get to the corner to see the blessing around it. See, in law enforcement, we wouldn't just walk around a corner like this. We'd get shot. We wouldn't jump over fences because the other guy's on the other side waiting to, to shoot you. So we got taught in law enforcement, this is where I adapt some of this. We got taught in law enforcement where I always would look here before I just went out and like, go ahead, shoot me. Like, it's probably a little bit harder to shoot this than my entire body. So in the spirit... I'm walking around every problem and everything of life, and I'm sitting back going, blessing, blessing, blessing. Oh, glory to God, there it is. But what about the problems? I don't know about the problems. I know about the blessings. I know about the blessings. I can't wait to see the mountain of blessings. I'm saved. Jesus lives in me. If He lives in you, we are already blessed. We are to live a blessed life, not a cursed life. In Deuteronomy chapter 28, it says... That if you do these things and you do of my word, and then this is the beautiful thing. I didn't think I was going to bring this up. Because we have Jesus, because we've said, yes, you are the Son of God, and you're the Lord of my life, I automatically go into Deuteronomy 28 and I already receive the blessings. I already receive the blessings. Deuteronomy 28 says, says this. 
I don't want to paraphrase it because I think I would do it no justice. In verse 3, blessed shall you be in the city. Who wants to be blessed in the city? I do. And blessed shall you be in the field. Who wants to be blessed in the field? I do. Blessed shall be the fruit of your womb. Who wants their womb to be blessed? I'm done with that. <laughs> Woo! I wasn't about to say yes to that. Diane, I want, uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> My hamster's fast enough to know that answer, Mickey. And the fruit of your ground, the fruit of your ground, and the fruit of your cattle, the increase of your herds, and the young of your flock. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall be when you come in, and blessed shall be when you go out. Come on. We are the sons and daughters of the King. We are, you know, athletes sit around and, and, you know, Michael Jordan, I can't help, but he's the GOAT. He's the best player that's ever lived. Don't even try to argue me about any other name. That other name's not even worth talking about. There's one, his name's the Airness Michael Jordan. That's all I got to say. He's got six. Didn't even play a year and a half. But he knew, everyone knew, he had his name on the back of his jersey. Every city he went to, every country he went to to go play basketball, everybody knew, Air Jordan's coming. Air Jordan's coming. And you want to know something. I, I was able to, and blessed enough to meet him. He's a, he, he carries himself different than the other basketball players. He knows he's Michael Jordan. Everybody else knows he's Michael Jordan. That's why they ain't walking the way he walks, because he will embarrass them. They got to play him. They're nice to him. People are only mean to Michael Jordan about once in their life of a career, and then they realize, don't talk to him. Just say, hey, good shot, Mike. Good job, Mike. You're wondering why I'm sharing this. Because what's your competitor the devil treating you like? Do you know your name? In the Spirit, my name bears Jesus on the back of my jersey. So when I walk around, do you think the enemies are sitting there going, oh, I'm going to hassle Bill today, I'm going to hassle him, I'm going to hassle him, I'm going I'm to punch him, I'm going to throw an elbow in his rib. Look, I don't know what they're thinking because I don't talk to them. But I will say this, my spiritual knowingness and the faith in Jesus' name and the blood that covers me, this is what I think it probably looks like. Uh-oh. Oh, no. He bought tickets to Uganda again. Oh, no. He's going to London. Oh, no. He's going here. Oh, no. He's preaching tonight. Oh, no. He's going to teach in the name of Jesus. Oh, gosh. He's going to teach in the name of Jesus. Oh, no. Uh-oh. That's what I think's happening. So I'm letting you into how I think and how I live. Am I perfect? No, don't get that. But I'm growing. And I'm going to get to I'm going to get to be where people are like that's the goat. Right? Greatest of all time. <laughs> that's the sports analogy. I'm not saying greatest of all time, but but it's something you should shoot for, John. 
It should be something you shoot for. We are supposed to be imitators of Christ. So you tell me if I'm saying something wrong. Oh, you shouldn't say that. You shouldn't. You, that, that's blasphemy. It's blasphemy if we're sitting around. I'm being real. It's blasphemy if we're sitting around, Pastor Matt, going, oh, no, I can't do that. No, I don't know. I mean, Jesus did that. We're not, I don't think we're supposed to do that. I don't know. No. No. I want hospitals shut down because they're coming here to get healed. And why? Because you know and we know the name of Jesus. That's why. There's three things we've got to know about the name of Jesus. Here's the areas in which we should be using these names. You can turn them any which way you want, whatever. In one area is sickness. In one area, the first area is sickness. We better know the name and the power of Jesus in the area of sickness. Look, it's not just like cancer. It's not just heart attacks or, or bum knees. It's like common flu. I got some revelation on this several weeks ago, um, studying and praying. And, and what blew my mind away was a man of God. Um, I can't remember which one, so I apologize. But he said this, and it just opened up the whole door of like, that matches what the Word says, and it matches how we should be walking. The common flu is a sickness, is it not? Was sickness in the earth when, when it was created with Adam and Eve? No. So that must tell me that sickness is one of the devil, right? But that means the common flu is absolutely 100% here to kill you it is to start something with a finish everything in this whole world that god created and that is going on is about a finish even for the devil he's wanting to get to the finish line to take you out and you out and you out and you out and us out he wants to kill us the common cold and a flu and a migraine is just trying to get your door open enough where he can get the next sickness in and the next sickness and the next sickness. So when you get the common cold or the common flu or pneumonia, no, 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 the name of Jesus. Like, it's needed now. Like, I need I need name of Jesus now. So we've got to be accustomed to, what are we looking at? Colossians 3.2 says, Bible college students, what's Colossians 3.2 say? Set your minds on things above, not on things of the earth. Problems and flus and sicknesses are things of the earth. It will just let us know for a little bit of going, okay, man, I'm, I'm feeling kind of sick. Okay, we're, we're not thinking of things of above. We're, we're here on earth. We're thinking of our fleshly bodies. And it's hard not to, come on. Like, we've all been sick, right? Hard not to. I mean, when I had a, a hernia thing, it was hard to tell me I didn't have a hernia. It, it let me know. It let me know until I got so mad and I used the name of Jesus with trust and belief and faith and said I'd rather die. Now that's for me. I'm not putting anything on you. I'm just saying for me. I didn't want to walk around with a surgery every time I got out of the shower and be like, oh, doing a healing meeting tonight. Scar. I didn't want the devil to sit there with me. Not for you. I'm sharing with me. 
I didn't want the devil to utilize that for me to, to, to be able to plant a seed of doubt or unbelief in my Jesus. Wasn't going to do it. Amen? So sickness is one. The next thing where we should use the name of Jesus is lack. Lack, right? Like if we went back all the way to Deuteronomy chapter 28 and we looked through there, lack and poverty and sickness and disease and all of that stuff, that was a curse. It was a curse put on us, right? Well, Jesus broke that curse. By you accepting... Now, now, if you are in here and you're not saved, don't know what to tell you. You don't got that benefit package. I'll, I'll extend it to you. I want you to have that benefit package. I get that benefit package of stepping out of that curse and into all the blessings. Blessing in and blessing out. Come on. I walk around and you walk around blessed in, blessed out. Everywhere we walk. Amen? But if you ain't saved, you don't have that benefit package. You get the curse package. You get the sickness, the disease of your feet. You get, you get all that. That's just you. Your decision. But lack. In Philippians, let's jump to Philippians chapter uh, chapter 2. Chapter 2, verse 9. Everyone there? Almost? I still hear pages? It's alright. Verse 9. Therefore God has highly exalted Him, has highly exalted Jesus, and bestowed on Jesus. It says Him in my Bible, just so you all know, but I'm just saying Jesus. It highly exalted Jesus and bestowed on Jesus the name that is above every name. The name that is above every name. The name that is above lack. The name that is above businesses going out. The name that is above credit card debt. The name that is above car not running. The name that above divorces. Because look, if you think divorce ain't a lack, oh, it's a lack. It's going to run you dry. The devil, the devil turned a divorce into something that was going to make you poor. Poor. Drinking. Going to make you poor. A DUI will set you back about $10,000. Lack. Poverty. Jesus' name above that. Jesus' name is above every name. Can't get pregnant? Nope, Jesus. He's my seed. Again, I know who this is for, but, but here's the deal. Mary was not going to get pregnant until she said, I, I, I hear you. I receive that. Once she said, I receive that, boom, seed of life, Jesus was in her. Just like that. Start speaking it out. Jesus' name isn't effective. It's just, mm-hmm. Now, Jesus. Blessed coming in. Blessed going out. Wake up saying, Jesus. My papa used to wake up all the time. I'd be on his couch sleeping. And I'd hear my papa wake up. And he's like, Jesus. 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 And I always wondered why he just kept saying Jesus as he shuffled down to the shower. Jesus. He'd shuffle. He wouldn't walk. He'd shuffle. Jesus. Jesus. And I'd sit on that couch with Pastor and be like, what? He can't say anything else? Like, good morning. I'll take a good morning. I'm here. 
No, if you just walk on down to the, down to the restroom, get showered up, Jesus. I tell you what, I learned something from that man. I was, it wasn't too long ago, I was just driving around somewhere, and, and I was like, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I know I've shared it with, this, with, this, with you guys before, but, but we're going to do it. <laughs> I wasn't planning on it, but we're going to do it. For about, we're going to say thank you, Jesus, for about ten times. Ready? Thank you, Jesus. Now, thank you, Jesus. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for my family. Thank you, Jesus, for my health. Thank you, Jesus, that you set me free. Thank you, Jesus, that you've given me power to tread over serpents. Thank you, Jesus, that you gave me your name. Thank you, Jesus, that you sit at the right hand of the Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you intercede for me. Thank you, Jesus, that you bore my sins. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And then in Mark chapter 16, let's go to Mark chapter 16. If you don't know where I'm going in Mark chapter 16, well, you know, but you should. Let's go to verse, uh, I don't know, what do you guys think, maybe 17? <laughs> and these signs will accompany those who believe in, what? My name. My name. Jesus. This is Jesus talking. And these signs will accompany, just so you know, this is how I write in my Bible. And these signs will accompany Bill, because he believes in Jesus' name. Bill will cast out demons. Bill will speak in new tongues. Uh, and I leave the serpent thing alone because Jesus, no, I ain't touching a snake. We all have, I'll run. <laughs> I'll step on a, sm a spider, but if I see a snake, that's somebody else's business. That's why he sent out, that's why Jesus sent out two by two. <laughs> For, just so you know, if you go on a mission trip with me, that means you probably can deal with a snake. I ain't dealing with a snake, I'll hop on your back. Bill will lay his hands on the sick and they will recover. So the, one of the first things, like, in his name, you'll cast out demons. See, when I was sleeping and I woke up and there was a demon there tormenting me and, and trying to get me to believe that my dad didn't make it to heaven, speaking in tongues wasn't going to work, guys. That's not what tongues is for. I didn't know that at the time. But his name. His name. Demon was gone just like that. And I'm not, I wasn't anything special then. I'm still not anything special now. Except I'm the son. And a co-heir of Christ Jesus. And he lives inside of me. And that makes me special. And that makes you special. That makes you a demon kicker outer. That makes you an evictor of demons. You don't need a three-day eviction process. You don't need to pray about it. He didn't notice that. He didn't ask you. He didn't instruct us to pray about casting demons out. He told you, he told us to use his name. Use my name and cast out demons. Simple. Jesus believes in us so much, He didn't even say, you've got to pray to me about it. 
Nope, he just said do it. Do it. Use my name. Use my name. Demons will flee. You know, I don't know what every problem is. He doesn't, he doesn't tell me, right? We doesn't, he doesn't tell anybody everyone's problems, right? But in Exodus chapter 3, uh, he, 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 you know, God's talking to Moses. And he tells Moses, Moses kind of like, well, hey, what, what am I, what I going to tell them who sent me? Like, can you imagine? I mean, sorry, I don't want to get into that because that's a whole long, like, I love that story. But here's what we are going to, to get into and understand about that story. Is that God told Moses to tell the people, just tell them, I am who I am. And that's who sent you. And it wasn't until Africa in 2016, I didn't really truly understand. That was one of the verses that always confused me. I'm like, I am who I am. Like, what? And then I just started getting revelation on it. I'm that. What problem do you have? Well, God's the fixer of that. Oh, you got sickness? No, I'm that. I'm the cure for that. Oh, you're, you, you've got poverty going on? No, 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 I'm the cure for poverty. Ask Holy Spirit to guide you in your finances. Use His name to say, Devil, get your hand off of my finances right now. Get off of my bank account. Get off of my family. Get out of my house. I have been set free from that curse in Jesus' name. No longer can you touch my finances. No longer will I spend frivolously. Ooh, that one touched somebody. Don't think that Jesus' name is like this, like, I get to spend whatever. We should be great stewards of in which God gives us. Amen? You can go into a tithing message with that. But we won't. You know, Romans 10.3 and we'll wrap, 10.13, we'll wrap up here. Hey, I, I'm jumping off the bridge right now. I don't, I don't know, but I'm just going to, I'm going to jump because it hasn't stopped since worship. Um, you know, and I'm growing, so if I mess up, I mess up, but I'd rather... I'd rather mess up in, tr in being obedient than not being able to sleep the rest of the night tonight. Um, and so if, if I mess up, it's okay, right? Like, you can forgive me? I know I'm not perfect. But the, is, is somebody in here, ah, um, oh man, he's growing me. Um, and I don't know which it is, so I'm just going to say either or. Does somebody know a person, and it's a female, and I don't know what you need prayer for, or the person needs prayer for. But do you know a Carolyn or a Caroline or a Carol? Who, who in here is a Carolyn? Is it a Carolyn? Caroline? Anybody, is anybody else in here? Okay. What do they need prayer for? Salvation. Okay, so strife. That's what I'm going to name it. Strife. Um, we're going to we're going to pray over that. And just just I mean, it doesn't mean that it's not you because this is what I believe. But it was very distinct that it was Caroline, because um, I was like, well, I'll just say Carol. <laughs> in a in a group of this, there's probably a Carol, but he's like, I said Caroline, and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and so, Caroline. 
And, and I'm just being real, man. I didn't know if the person was here or not here, but it was like, I know it's Caroline. Um, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna pray real quick and use the name of Jesus. I believe the scripture should be showed and told. That's even a saying. <laughs> Heavenly, Car- Caroline needs salvation, right? All right. Heavenly Father, we, we, bring, we bring Caroline, who you brought to my attention right now in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, send laborers in the path of Caroline. And devil, I bind you in Jesus' name that you, you stop your evil works and plans to thwart her life. Be gone right now. And Holy Spirit, hover over Caroline. Draw her to the Father. Bring people into her path that would love on her, Father, like you've loved on us. And Caroline, yeah, Caroline, right now, I remove the scales from your eyes so you can see the truth in Jesus' name. And I open up your ears, unplug those ears right now in Jesus' name, and I loosen, I loosen the biggest ears of like satellites about the love of Jesus and salvation. Draw her to the Father. God, we give you all the glory right now for Caroline and her salvation. In Jesus' name, we all said... Amen. And devil, I, t- I rebuke you in Jesus' name to get your hands off a, off a carol over here. This family, that's cu- that there's strife going on. I bind that strife in Jesus' name. And Holy Spirit, bring unity and peace. And in fact, this brother over here, every time he's around him, he can release and give his peace to them and the circumstances and the atmosphere in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Romans 10.13. Thank you, Jesus. Says this. I love this. For everyone who calls on... Nuh-uh. No way. That can't be true. Are you serious? For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, Caroline. Caroline. Call on the name. Call on the name Jesus and you'll be saved. Oh, glory to God, it doesn't just say certain people or, or, or if you're good or bad. No, it says for all. For all. If you're here tonight and, and you have not called on the name Jesus Christ tonight and you have never done that, you're, you're, you've been living your own way, and that's okay, I, I had too. But there came a day in my life when I just realized, oh my gosh, this is real, and if I die, I'm going to hell. I had to come to that, that crossroad, and I had to come, and it wasn't a fun crossroad to come to. But if you're here tonight, and you've never accepted Jesus, all you have to do is call on His name, and you will be saved. If you've been backsliding, and you know what backsliding means, because if you've been saved and you've been backsliding, that means you've been living, living your own way and not doing what the Lord's been telling us anyways, and you've kind of been doing your dirt again. You've been, you've been back down the muck and the mire. And that's okay. We've all been there. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. But tonight, tonight can be different because you can call on the name of Jesus Christ and you shall be saved and you will make heaven your home for eternity. Shame the devil. If that's you, raise your hand tonight. If you want to get saved and, and call upon the name of the Lord, raise your hand tonight.
she's saved, just so you guys know. <laughs> like, I don't want anybody thinking, like, she just ran out. <laughs> the pastor Bill I know would have been like, stop in the name of Jesus! <laughs> she's saved. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna push, I'm not gonna come hunt you down. Uh, sometimes Holy Spirit literally tells me, he's like, you're going to go find them. He's not telling me to go find you. It doesn't mean he doesn't love you. It's just he's being very courteous tonight. Um, because I am one that's like, I'll jump over chairs for you. Because the Bible says we should snatch people up from the pit. Look, and if you're worried that living a Christian life is going to be kind of boring. Uh, it, I know I'm talking to somebody. If you think living a Christian life is going to be kind of boring, let me ask you, when was the last time you cast a demon out of someone? Hey, when was the last time you saw like $50,000 come in to build a school for some primary kids in another country that was going to get shut down the next day in less than 12 hours? Yet, did you? No, you haven't done that? Oh, pretty exciting life you live. Like it's pretty cool thinking about that we're like going to go reach the world. Aren't we? We're going to go reach the world. Well, hey, how many times are you going to go out of the country? How many times is Life Church going to go out of the country? Well, I don't know. Whenever we go. Well, don't you want it like a full schedule? Well, yeah, we'll probably go four times, but we might go more. Because Pastor Mark is amazing at saying, if God tells us to go, we're going. So get it scheduled, but if we're going some other places, he tells us to go, we're going. I can't think of anything more exciting than waking up and coming to church and him be like, see, I'm telling you a little bit about me. I would love to come to church one day for work and him be like, hey, I need you down in my office. Yeah, what's up, Pastor Mark? Hey, I got in prayer that you're going here. When? Tomorrow. Cool. <laughs> that excites me. It makes the other half of me, probably their stomach turn just a tad. But I am like, cool, let's go pack and leave. Amen? Living a Christian life is so fun and so exciting. Amen? Three things we should use the name of Jesus for. What are they? Sickness. Lack. Lack, poverty, and disease, right? And demons. Those three topics are 100% legitimatized in the Scripture to say, Oh, I got lack. No, I got Jesus. You know, if, if you open up your, your iPhone app wallet or your wallet and you ain't got money in there, say, Jesus, thank you for the money. That's for somebody. Start saying, Jesus, thank you for the money. 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 Jesus, thank you for money. And if people walk by you and see like there's nothing in your wallet and you're like, thank you for the money, let them think whatever they want. We don't live in this world. We live in the spirit. We live in a world where the ATM cashes out gold. What's your story going to write? What are people going to read about your story? Are they going to read about, oh my gosh, there's this man or woman, this, or this woman of God and this man of God that was like literally calling in $100 bills into their billfold and their checking account that wasn't there. Jesus' name. Amen? Man, tonight has been amazing. 
God was rad. Worship group, man, come on, singing songs, doing their thing, using, using the gift in which God's given them. Blessed in this house. Let's go from this house and use the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. Let's, let's end in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for tonight. God, we give you all the glory and thank you in Jesus' name that you have given us dominion and you have delegated to us the name of Jesus to use. That we would look our eyes upon the things above, not on things below. And that we will be blessed, not cursed, because we are saved and part of your family. God, continue, Holy Spirit, to train us up that around every corner, around every obstacle, we see, we see and anticipate blessings. We see Jesus instead of curses. We see Jesus instead of obstacles. We see blessings instead of, oh no. Open up our eyes to things of the Spirit, Lord. And let us celebrate life. Let us celebrate life in the wombs. Babies being born. Huh. Baby boys being born. Baby boys being born in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, we all said, Amen. 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 Uh, we will see you guys.